Hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of the Drop Bass Not Bombs podcast. I'm your host, Amy Farina, aka MC Unicorn. On today's episode, I sit down with Faye, one of the founders and directors of True Survivors. True Survivors is a foundation based in the Netherlands that organizes hard dance events for cancer research. Since their inception in 2013, they've organized six parties, including 153 artists and have raised 32,000 euros for the Dutch Cancer Society. In Dutch, it's the KWF to conquer best striding. Faye shares her personal story of why she started True Survivors and how they go about organizing epic parties for charity. Faye also talks about her DJ career, the future of the organization, and as always, how she raves for a cause. In this episode, we do talk about a few difficult topics, such as cancer, losing loved ones, and grief. We also discuss events during the pandemic. Keep in mind this episode was recorded on June 11th, so the global corona situation has changed a lot since then and continues to change. So please, as always, if you're planning on going to a party, no matter where you are, check your local guidelines and party safe and responsibly. So just one quick note from our sponsors and then we'll get right into the interview. Let's start first with who you are, where you're from, what's your story? Yeah, my name is Faye. I'm uh, born in Germany, but grew up in, uh, in the Netherlands. Um, I'm 26 years old. Um, I'm a hardstyle DJ, but also um, um, founder of True Survivors. And besides that, um, I'm still studying journalism. So uh, yeah, that's what I do. That's who I am. <laughs> Cool. So how did you get into the hard dance scene? Um, well, I had a group of uh, friends who started listening to uh, Hardstyle um, in 2009, I think. And um, yeah, that's where it actually all started. Um, I listened to uh, Brandon Hart, Headhunters, um, D-Block and Esfan. Um, after that, Randy Adaro. So uh, yeah, and actually, our first uh, festival was a festival um, where I lived back then um, nearby um, Horst on the Maas. It's called Alcatraz. I think that was 2010 or something. And after that, we visited um, Cubase. So uh, yeah, that's actually uh, when I was at Cubase, I fell in love really in love with hard style so yeah <laughs> that's so cool I, I've never been a Cubase I've always wanted to go I guess it's called impact now right I don't yeah, know if Cubase yeah. exists anywhere oh I wish yeah, I went it, yeah. it looks like yeah. a really cool party yeah I already miss it <laughs> I've actually never been to uh, impact so uh, I don't know if it's the same or only um, that they changed the name or I don't know yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe we'll go sometime. Yeah, it it, lo yeah. it looks pretty cool. Uh, those night parties are always fun. And I think it was mm -hmm. at an air, it, Cubase was at an airport, right? That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. You can see the planes uh, above you in the morning. So uh, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's awesome. So yeah. how did you how did you go from being a hardstyle fan to starting True Survivors? 
And what is True Survivors for people listening who don't know? Um, well, um, I lost my dad when I was um, 16 years old um, in 2010. Um, he died from uh, uh, of uh, non-Hodgkin. That's uh, cancer. After uh, six years, he was yeah really fighting against it for me and my ki- my 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 <clears throat> family and my um, yeah how do you say that brothers sisters. So uh, yeah, it was a really long uh, road. I don't know how to to explain it. Um, but he lost the fight uh, against cancer. So, uh, yeah, it's already next week. It's 11 years ago. Yeah, 2nd of uh, July. Yeah. And that's why I started through Survivors. Um, I wanted to uh, combine it uh, with charity, uh, with KWF Kankerfonds. So, the, uh, how do you say it in English? Um, Dutch Cancer Society. And uh, I wanted to raise money uh, for a good cause, so uh, yeah. I'm really sorry to hear about your dad. That's really horrible. I can't Yeah, imagine. it was a really hard time. And the time after it, it was even worse. So uh, yeah, sometimes it's still hard, but um, you know, I, I, I know how to deal with it now. So uh, yeah. And I think it's incredible, your story and true survivors and what you guys do. I think it's really awesome. How did you Thank come up? How did you come up with the name? Um, it was actually really hard. We we really wanted to do something with um, <clears throat> people who can connect with the name, but also um, you know with with you know people who lost somebody of cancer or. Um, how many people are involved in the organization? Uh, we are now with, um, okay, I'm gonna say the names. Uh, so me, I'm the founder. Uh, um, then we have uh, Raymond. He's uh, with me in the, uh, how do you say it in English? Um, Bestuur. Is it also the CEO? I think so. And Jorn also. Um, then we have uh, Tamara. She's actually taking care uh, of the ambassadors because we have ambassadors so if you want to join us you can always join us um, then we have uh, um, uh, Brian he's actually doing the sponsorships um, then we have uh, uh, Sander he is doing uh, um, he's actually edit- editing everything so in uh, Photoshop and that kind of stuff and then we have Sander and uh, no, I always said Sander, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so. okay. You have a okay, lot then of people. we have uh, awesome. Rick. Rick is actually uh, working at a company who can make uh, stickers, um, um, these kind of cool banners you see at festivals. Um, actually, all the merchandising. So uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's actually yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, you have a big team, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, you... yeah. First, first you were with, um, <clears throat> oh, it was only me at the beginning, with a few um, people from the club where it all started. And uh, after that, um, actually, I cre- created a team, uh, and uh, some people stayed, some people went. So, uh, But now we have, uh, I have actually, yeah, I'll just say that a team that um, 
How say? How do you say that? Um, that's, that's that's always uh, the same. So, uh, look, the ambassadors are also um, surrounded all over in uh, Holland, and they will um, hand out stickers, flyers, uh, go to a lot of cities, and um, yeah, just get the name out uh, there when when we have another gig. So, yeah. Like promoter, like promoting, basically going yeah, on and promoting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. how did you how did you meet everyone on the team? Did you you did you meet them at parties or how did you guys become a team? A friend of mine, um, who is now a friend of mine, I didn't know him before. You uh, said like, oh, we can do a, a radio hosting at at your first uh, two survivors, and uh, they actually. Um, <clears throat> Bed live on the radio, so we send out all the uh, DJ sets, or they recorded it, and then uh, you can listen to them later. And um, yeah, that's actually where where I met them, and some of them I know from uh, parties. Yeah, and then we have Rick. I met him at the party too, who's my boyfriend now. That's cool. So, is <clears throat> it? Are you guys mostly volunteers, or how does it work? Yeah, we are all volunteering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All for a good cause. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you share the same passion and you do something you really like and uh, for other people. So that's that's great. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. I, yeah, I feel yeah. I feel the same uh, with my organization as well. You, you just yeah. have that passion, love for the music and yeah. And that brings people together, definitely. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, you can really feel the unique atmosphere. So yeah, that's really important to me. Yeah. So yeah. in in January 2020, before Corona, <clears throat> I went to one <clears throat> of your parties. It was actually my birthday weekend, and that's where we met. And it was so cool. It was so fun. Uh, you had two stages, really good vibes. I mean, it was very crowded. There was a lot of people. How do you guys organize events? So what's the process? How do you go about organizing parties? Um, well, before we organize the next event, we always uh, do a meeting, a live meeting. Um, most of the time we meet at a um, restaurant, we eat something, we talk uh, because it's, you know, mostly uh, it's three months ago since we saw each other or talked to each other. So, so you first do something fun and then we talk about uh, the new uh, um, event and what we're gonna do and how can we make it more special and after that we yeah we actually start making roadmaps um, making a marketing plan um, talk about uh, what I do what what's you gonna do what's Raymond gonna do so everybody has his own um, task to do his own job and um yeah, actually, from uh, ne from the next event, we will go more professional. Um, everything will be more organized, um, better plans. Um, yeah, I think it's really important to have the, the have something like a roadmap or a real plan. You know, so, uh, at the beginning, it was a little bit um, um, how do we say that Im improvising, and now it's really yeah, professional. So. Yeah, and after that, um, we talk to each other, we uh, reach out to uh, agencies. We say, hey, there's a new uh, event uh, upcoming. Uh, 
and then hopefully uh, they can give us some uh, artists so yeah so that's yeah, that's, how it's... that's how you get the the incredible lineups then so you contact mm -hmm. the agency you tell them yeah, what you're yeah. about and then yeah. are most people nice and responsive they they want to help most people are nice yeah 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 sometimes we talk to uh we first talk to uh artists because um we want to tell them about us and what we do and what our mission is so they totally understand the whole picture of our event and then they talk to the agencies and um yeah maybe they can play at us uh, at our uh, our event or not it also depends on other gigs maybe they have other bookings so then it will be hard to uh, get them on our event so uh, yeah and i'm actually also curious about the next event uh, because it's a long time ago that you know the artists played at the gig and um, yeah um, we also have some artists that always want to come back um, and also artists who contact us and ask us for, uh, like, uh, okay, I really like your concept. Um, can I play at the gig? So that's also really cool. Yeah, yeah. The first event was really hard because <clears throat> I, I didn't know anybody of the scene and it was new to me. And, um, but now it's getting a little bit um, easier for us. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see when there's events again, because the last party you guys had was, was I guess, the one that I was at, January mm -hmm. 2020, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 indeed, yeah, it was first time in uh, North Brabant also, so yeah, new location, and was also um, a pretty good uh, location, I really liked it, so uh, yeah, yeah. The club was awesome, but it was very, very far from me. <laughs> I, I live in the Hague. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a long journey, um, but it was worth it. I mean, obviously, it was 100% worth it, but it was very, very far. <laughs> mm -hmm. we, we went yeah. into the woods at one point in the car. We were, like, deep in the woods. I'm like, where is this party? Where are we going? <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was one thing about your party that I wanted to bring up, which was so cool. In mm -hmm. the in the bathroom at the club. Oh yeah. You could, you could press a, and I'll try to explain this as well as I can for people listening because it yeah. might not make sense. You go into the bathroom, there's a button on the wall. It looks like an emergency button button. <laughs> you you push it, and then all of a sudden music plays and lights are going and yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. party okay. in the bathroom. <laughs> Disco. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is I never that? saw that before too. Uh, they have uh, a long time already, but I never saw it actually. It was also the first time for me that I went there, but it was really, really cool. And people really remembered it. So uh, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I will never, I will never forget that. And <laughs> we were all dancing in the bathroom and every time someone pushed the button, it was like, Ooh! Yeah, 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 because yeah. the party never stopped you know you had the two <laughs> stages and then you had the third stage which was the bathroom <laughs> secret secret stage <laughs> yeah the secret the yeah. secret stage so <laughs> i thought that was really really cool um okay so how many parties have you had so far um you mean three survivors yeah, uh, yes, which was right. Uh, 2013, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So, uh, no, 20, not 
Uh. <laughs> no, you had the one January 2020. <laughs> January January 2020 was the last one. Yeah, 20. Yeah, right. Yeah. But not then 2021. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so six? Yeah, so. You said six? Yeah, six. Yeah. Yeah. So In 2014, uh, we skipped uh, because uh, I had, uh, you know, little bit troubles uh, um, you know with my father I lost just just lost my father that kind of stuff so uh, yeah and then a friend came to me and said Faye why are you not continuing this you know it's, it's a beautiful concept do it and um, I said you're right and uh, yeah that's why I started it again yeah that's really yeah well that's good of your friend to give you that little push and say to do yeah. it again mm-hmm. that's great yeah yeah. So how do you raise money from these parties? Can you tell us a little bit how it works? People buy a ticket and the money goes to the organization or how does it work? Yeah. Uh, well, we raise the money by in these uh, people who buy the tickets. Um, but we also, um, um, how do you say that when we have, um, uh, oh, the, how do we explain it? Sometimes you need to buy stuff, but then we cover it up with the tickets. Uh, do you say it? Expenses. Uh, Expenses. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. But uh, everything else goes to KWF Kanker Funds. So uh, yeah, that's how we do it actually. Yeah. We are also, like we said, only volunteering. It's all for good cost. And uh, yeah, it's actually really important to us. And we try to give every year more uh than we did before sometimes uh, it's not happening sometimes it does so uh yeah yeah i've seen some photos and you guys raised a lot of money i i was really yeah. shocked because you know i also i also organize events for charity and yeah you raised a lot of money so you should be really yeah, proud yeah yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. lot yeah yeah, I really am, and and I'm really happy that people are coming to us and know what why we are doing this. And um, yeah, thanks to to all the public and um, the visitors. Um, yeah, we can raise a lot of money, you know, for charity, and and that's the most important thing uh, for us. Yeah. Um. Why did you decide to do? Well, you love hard style, but. What about hard dance and hard sound, raw sound? What about that drew you to, to throw these kind of events instead of doing maybe like, I don't know, another genre of music or something else? Mm, I think because we have the most connection with hard style and um, raw style and um, uh, maybe we will try some hardcore um, in the future. I don't know. Um, do it, we'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's always good. Sometimes we close down the, the party with some uh, hardcore DJs. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know at the last one you had you had up tempo. I know the shenanigans. Yeah, we had spin noise. Yeah, yeah. Spin yeah. noise and shamanators. Yeah, shamanators. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> that was it. Was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I was like sweating and dancing. It was it was really awesome. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> cool. And but uh, what no, area did you enjoy the most? The second or the first area? That's a good question. I I was kind of in between both. Mm-hmm. I think the second area, the smaller area, I was there a bit more. I I think. Yeah, yeah. This was a while ago now. It was there really good. So uh, yeah. 
and the whole venue was nice, the space, and you guys also did a great job with the lights. I mean, just just the whole production, I I thought was really good, and the fact you had two stages, that's is pretty big, pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, important to us. Yeah. What what uh what's been going on for you guys during like Corona? So what what have you been up to since January twenty twenty? I guess. <laughs> Uh, well, we wanted to, um, how do you say, um, there's always something you can work on. Like I said, we wanted to do something more professional. So we are looking at other opportunities um, to, to go more professional because there's still a lot of things, like I said, we can do uh, about that. Um, yeah well, what else well i'm i'm actually also really busy with my studies so uh yeah um yeah that kind of stuff um next week or in two weeks we have a new skype meeting um and then we will talk about um, things we still need or have to do you know um we wanted to do a next event next year but we also a little bit um yeah you're still a little bit waiting, you know. Maybe we will decide after July or August. I think that's the best um, time to decide if you're doing it or not. So, uh, yeah. It's a bit hard now because yeah, things open. I'll say in quotes open, but a lot of events are not happening this summer. Tomorrowland's not happening. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's a few others that were canceled. So I think it, it's hard to say and things could close again. And yeah, you, you never know the, the situation. It's, it's still kind of unstable. So it, it makes sense yeah. that you guys are, are waiting a little bit. Do you think yeah. the next, yeah. the next party that you do, it's going to be similar, like two stages or in a club or what are you thinking? Or you don't mm. know yet? Yeah, we're still doing it at a club, at a nightclub, but, but we don't know um what areas we will we will uh um, do next time uh we don't know yet actually but i think we still will do a, a world style area because it's always packed and um yeah we'll see what else yeah there's all also um a basement at the club where, where we did it last time and it's actually really cool um maybe we can do something with the basement too so uh yeah, we don't know yet. Uh, yeah. A terror basement. Terror basement. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, you, yeah, know, you can find me there then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe terror or um, um, what, what, how do you call it? Um, I also like Millennium Hardcore or um, Freestyle or that kind of stuff. Let's see. Uh, yeah, we don't know yet. I yeah. think that's cool. And it's good that you have different options, you know, different, different stages for people to go to. You reach different groups. So yeah. that's really good. You have a, a diverse lineup. So yeah, that's, that's really cool. So do you, I want to transition a bit into your DJ career now. So <clears throat> do, you, do you also DJ at your events? Um, I actually never did. Well, we did one time a uh, kind of, um, yeah, live acts. Uh, me and some colleagues from uh, Three Survivors. That was really cool, but I never played there at, uh, at Three Survivors SFA. No, never. No. 
I don't know why. Maybe because I'm I'm the kind of person that thinks you know what uh, other people deserve it to play uh, on true survivors. Um, and I'm actually really busy the whole night. Um, I don't know, maybe next year or, or in a two years. I don't know. I always say next year. Um, yeah, yeah. It's and really, really hard, yeah. Special, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's hard as an organizer and also an artist to do both. Mm -hmm. um, at my events, I was running around and also emceeing and also making sure the yeah. artists were taken care of and checking everything, make sure things were going smoothly, problem solving, doing all the things that go mm -hmm. into organizing an event, but then also yeah. emceeing a little bit as well. Um, but I yeah. think DJing, it's harder because you can't stop DJing to go. No, 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 no. It's just a lot of energy, you know, you put a little, lot of energy in it. And um, maybe that's why I'm also not doing it. But um, yeah, maybe also because I think, um, yeah, um, maybe I don't know if it's awkward or something. Um, maybe people like it or maybe people will think like, oh, um, She's only doing it uh, because she's organizing it and uh, she's a DJ, so it's an easy booking or something to get. Or I don't know, maybe I'm thinking too much about it, but uh, yeah. I think it's your organization, so you should do whatever you want and whatever you feel comfortable with. And if you want to DJ and share your music with the world, then do it. But if you think, you know, you're too busy or something else, or you don't feel like it, then don't. I think, I think people, people would love to see you DJ, but you need to do what's best for you and, and what you feel comfortable with. That's yeah. What I think. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you become a DJ? Let's, let's take it back a little bit. How did you start DJing? Um, I think it's like six years ago when I started um, to uh, learn DJing. A friend of mine said, yeah, come to me. I uh, teach you how to play uh, the decks. And um, yeah, uh, first it was just a hobby. And after that, I created a logo and um, I, I just put it online on my Facebook page and uh, people were really hyped about it. And uh, yeah, um, um, I just wanted to tell my own story through my uh, music. So uh, yeah. That's why I became a DJ. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think you have an yeah. incredible story. So, and I think, you know, people yeah. can, people can relate to it as well. Do you mm -hmm. find, do you find that your music has been an escape for you or a way to express yourself? Yeah, yeah it's, it's really an, an escape to me. It always was an escape to me. Uh, also visit, visiting the uh, festivals, um, meeting new people, uh, just dancing, and um, yeah, it's not only music; it's also um, an emotion, uh, emotion to me, you know. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. I can relate to that a lot too. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people can relate to that in the scene. There's something yeah. about the music; it it draws you in. It's it's an escape. It's also a, a great way to meet new people, new friends, because when you go to a party, even if you go alone, you're going to make friends there because mm -hmm. you automatically yes. have something in common 
with these mm-hmm. other people. And that's the love of the music and the love of going out and dancing and yeah. that energy, that vibe. Uh, I miss it a lot. So <laughs> me too. To yeah, me too. making yeah. me sad a little bit talking like that, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really sad. You know, it's your family. So you you miss a big family. You miss a big part in your life. You know, it's a heart. It's it's Hearthstone is a lifestyle, and um, you know, only a few people understand that. And um, yeah, I really can't wait to meet everybody again at a festival or just even if it's a small gig. I don't care. I just want to dance again or play there as a DJ again. So uh, yeah. It's so funny explaining hard style to people because it is it is a lifestyle. People don't yeah. get it. They're like, they, it's it's so intense. This weekend warriors and this. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know any other type of music that has this type of. Yeah, where people are very intense. <laughs> He's like, we're mm-hmm. warriors. We're here. I think in other types of music and other subgenres of electronic music, you know, it's a party, it's a festival, it's a vibe, it's important, but. There's something about hard style people that are just this Viking kind of spirit. People, they're so intense, yeah. you know? I don't mm-hmm. know. Do you know why is that? Um, I, don't I don't know. I think we all happen? have our we all have our own story and we just want to forget everything and just dance and make new friends and you know, just enjoy. Yeah. And we will very soon come coming yeah. back uh really strong. So yeah. What advice do you have for women who want to start DJing? You know, I'm really involved in, you know, promoting female artists and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's just important to always stay true to yourself. Do what you love. Not Don't let anybody else tell you what to do. Um, I think that's where, where it can go wrong. Um, yeah, just stay true to yourself and, um, yeah. You know, it's not cool to do stuff that you don't like. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's really important to do that. Yeah, because you won't, uh, you know, um, you can't do this for a lifetime if you do something you don't like. Um, yeah, really, really do something you like. You know, it's easy. Um, yeah. People always want to tell you something, you know, or how, how to do, how you should do something. And um, yeah, I don't know how to, to explain it, but um, just don't lose yourself in that. Yeah. Do you find that that's common in the scene? People telling people like what type of music to play or what to wear? Or do you find, find mm. that common? Yeah, maybe the last three years you really can see that. I think, yeah. I don't know if it's because of social media or um, people just thinking, um, everybody thinks they can just write or say everything to to another person uh, on social media, you know. They don't think about the, um, I mean, you're talking to real people, you know, don't forget that they, they are not only DJs, they, they also have a normal life and they also have feelings. So, yeah. I think it's really easy for people to sit at home behind the computer and say whatever they want and be mean. Mm-hmm. And we saw that a lot with Corona times as well. Just people stuck at home, pissed off and just taking the social yeah, media yeah. and being yeah. just mean 
being really, <laughs> really mean for no reason. And yeah. Yeah. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with haters and trolls and assholes and things like that? Um, I just don't um, respond on that kind of stuff. I don't look at it. I try not to read it or listen to it. You know, it's not worth my time. In the past, I did it. I was reading a lot of rude comments and that kind of stuff. But um, now I'm like, you know what? It's not worth my time. Most of the time, those people have their own problems. And that's also what I'm trying to understand. You know, people are maybe mad because indeed the Corona situation. Um, I really, you know, we are one big family and I, I really could see that because of this situation, people are, are hating on each other or bitching on each other, you know, social media. And I was really like, whoa, what is happening to this, this whole scene? You know, we, we were never like that. and. I, I I never could have thought about this that that this would happen, you know, only because of a virus that people were hating on each other so much, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people, yeah, were angry about the situation. Um, a lot mm -hmm. of people lost their jobs. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people lost a lot of money. A lot of people got sick. They lost loved ones. Yeah. They couldn't party anymore. You couldn't go to the gym or go to the movies or, mm. you know, and, and there was that frustration of everything being closed and then open and closed and then open and closed and open again. Yeah, it's really, really frustrating. Oh, man, it freaks me out sometimes. But yeah. all of that being said, we all went through that and we're not assholes. I, I mean, I went through that myself. I wasn't <laughs> online like, you know, saying me I'm not even going to repeat some of the things that I said but I think what surprised me too was like yeah just people coming after DJs people coming after organizers you know when the decisions were made to cancel events everybody mm -hmm. came after them so one example in America we have Electric Daisy Carnival it's a huge festival in Vegas it's, it's the biggest uh, electronic music festival in the world and when the organizer decided to move the event from May to October, I mean, he was getting like death threats. Like people were mm -hmm. like, like what, like why, you know, it's, yeah. it's a really hard decision to cancel an event. I had to cancel my event last year. Obviously my event is nowhere near the size of, of EDC, <laughs> of Electric Daisy Carnival. No, let's, no, be, no. let's be clear about that. <laughs> the mm -hmm. party that I was organizing was, was quite small, but still it's, it's hard to, to, to cancel you have to make a, those kind of tough decisions yeah and it then sucks, people you know? come for you yeah it sucks it sucks mm -hmm. it's, it's horrible because you have everything planned everything organized a lot of times things are already paid for um yeah. you know you already started promotion you already made the bookings you already got the hype the flyers the stickers etc okay yeah. for, for my situation we didn't have all of that yet because corona was already starting to happen and Thankfully, we didn't um, invest all of that. But for a lot of events, they did. They invested a lot of money, a lot of yes, time. Yes. Imagine Stages. DEFCON or, or uh, Tomorrowland or something, you know, people have to understand that too, you know. I mean, it, it's so much hard work and stress and yeah. And then when you hear, yeah, I'm sorry, uh, Corona, you can't open up again uh, or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, people really need to understand how, 
you know, organizers um, feel. You know, it's, it's, I mean, they, they fired a lot of people at a lot of um, big organizations. And um, yeah, it's, it was hard for everybody, you know? And, and it's like, it's like domino, you know, not only for the organizations, but also for the artists, for the people who provide the lights, um, the stages, the stage builders, um, food, drinks, everything, you know, it's, it's, it's a really, really big, uh, um, how do you say that, um, impact, you know. Not not only for for uh, organizations, but like I said, it's like a domino, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. It's it's like you said, it's a domino effect, but people yeah. don't realize that, and they just think, oh, you know, this is getting canceled, and I'm mad now. I want my money back, or like you know, what the hell mm -hmm. now I can't party, but yeah, there's so much that goes into an event. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of planning and it's a really tough decision to cancel it. And a lot of these companies lost a lot of money this year. You can't, you can't just survive mm -hmm. on, on putting out music and merchandise. It, the, no. the most of the money comes from live events. It comes from the tickets and people buying tokens and, you know, people, the parking, people spending money at the event. And yeah. when you don't have that, it's, yeah, and it's tough, but hopefully now things will be getting better and we'll have events again and we can move yeah. forward and hopefully people learn something from this. I hope. Yeah. I don't know. I hope. <clears throat> Maybe they, they, they appreciate it more or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to take anything for granted anymore. And I'm not going to complain anymore. Like I was saying, I'm not going to complain about, you know, paying seven euros for a locker or yeah, waiting, yeah. waiting for the bathroom or, you know, like, yeah, wait, my, my beer being a little warm. <laughs> I'm not going to complain <laughs> about anything anymore, so, you know, yeah. or, or being stuck on the shuttle, you know, those shuttles that are so crowded. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to be grateful again when we can go to events and uh, yeah, and dance together yeah. and be together again. And that that's, that's what it's all about. That's what's most important. Yeah, indeed. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to your DJ career, yeah, we got a little bit uh, off topic, but an important topic. Um, do you have any female DJ role models, anyone who's inspired you, any DJs that you look up to? Um, well, when we're talking about female hardstyle DJs, I always think about Detox because she's, you know, I really like her music, how, how she is, you know, she's really herself and that's what I really like about it. And, um, yeah, um, besides that, I always was a big fan of, uh, Randy. And also his productions, you know, it's always so good. <laughs> and I really like that he's also singing in his own tracks, you know. There are not many uh, DJs who do that. So, uh, yeah, I really like that. I like his sound and uh, his energy on the stages. So, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. That Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know he sung on his own track. So in Zombie, for example, that's him singing? Uh... Yeah, I think so. 
and um, I think living for the moment too, and my way, and uh, a lot of tracks. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I did not know that you learned something yeah, really new every nice day. Voice. He has an excellent voice. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay, wow. <laughs> I think if he ever quits, he needs to just start his own, uh, you know, thing, go sing or uh, I don't know. He has a really good voice. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I did not know that. So that's news to me. And I Detox think also Antidote, awesome. do you know that track? Um, no, I don't. Maybe if I heard it, I would know it. We need him to sing it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, he has a great voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, you learn something new every day. And Detox, of <laughs> course, is amazing. I've, I've seen her a bunch of times play and yeah. she has an incredible story as well. You know, she mm. she was struck by lightning walking yeah, the dog. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen. Like, who does that happen to? I mean, to get struck by lightning, that's crazy to survive something yeah. like that. You're walking she, your dog. Really and, also, yeah. 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 So she's She's really, really strong. I mean, I can't imagine what that feels like to be no, struck by lightning. It must really no. be painful. Uh, and her music is awesome. And I know that whole experience did inspire some of her music as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. So I yeah, think that just, She's yeah. really lucky. She's a really lucky uh, woman. Yeah. Yeah, and that goes to show you too, like we were talking about before, you know, our life experience and our events and the things that we go through, like you can express yourself through music and, and share those stories and share a bit about yourself through your music. And I think that also goes to what you were saying before about finding your own music and your own sound, not doing what people mm -hmm. tell you to do, you know, yeah. telling your own story. And I, I think that's really important. Yeah, I mean, when you do that, you can... You know, um, if, if I'm not doing that what I like or playing music that I don't like, I'm not getting the right energy from it. And when I'm on stage and I'm playing at a gig, I, I really need to feel that energy and just, you know, just dance and, you know, just, just it's, it feels so good, you know, to do something you love and um, yeah. I just need to get the right energy from it. You know, it's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any festivals that you want to play at that you've never played at before? Uh, my bucket list. Um, I think uh, DEFCON. Uh, but also, um, I want to play in uh, Australia one time because um, my father was from Australia. So it's really a goal to play in Australia one time. And I don't, I don't really care where, you know, it can be massive. It can be uh, a DEF CON. Um, I, I don't know if they really canceled it. Do you know that? Because there was a lot yeah. of, um, yeah. As, as far as I heard, DEF CON's no longer happening in Australia. I think, I think it was canceled yeah. there by the government, unfortunately. But Massive is, of course, a, a large club that has Hearthstyle. And I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of smaller events, too, that, that we don't yeah. know about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. That would be so cool. Yeah. I never been to Australia. That would be cool. I think no, be me neither. No, no. I really want to visit it. I want to visit the uh, um, city where my father uh, was born. That's uh, Williamstown. So um, I'm really curious how it looks like. I don't think it still looks the same from when he was uh, there, but um, 
yeah, I think it's just, you know, good to be there and see everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you can make it there someday and I hope, hope you can play there. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be so nice. Maybe I can combine it or something. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. Do you have yeah. any other, do you have any other, um, like, hopes and dreams for the organization or for your DJ career? Any big goals? Um, well, for my organization, I hope that we can host a stage somewhere on a, on a big event, you know? We, there's always uh, other opportunities, you know, like host a stage on uh, maybe Decibel, Defcon, a festival or something else. And yeah, for my career, I just... Uh, I just want to make music that I enjoy and um, maybe sometime play on uh, Defcon and who knows, um, yeah, write an album um, and really, really tell my own story. So, uh, yeah, I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're really motivated. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. Your organization has been a huge inspiration for me, as you know, for Drop Bass Not Bombs. What advice do you have for people who want to organize charity raves, who want to organize parties for charity? Well, it's really important to, to, to um, um, how do you say that, um, to make your, um, um, there's always a story behind um why you're doing this charity event so really get that story out there uh, try to explain why you're doing this charity event and you know um just throwing a party because it's foreign foreign charity it's okay but it's really you know it's important to to tell your mission you know it, yeah um People um, know our story, and um, I think that's why they um, really appreciate who's five us and uh, what we are doing. But just get get that that story out there. Tell everybody why you're doing it and um, uh, for who. And uh, yeah, and don't be scared. You know, just ask artists to play at your your uh, uh, charity event. Um, just, just um, in, in Dutch we say, "Trek de stoute schoenen aan," and go for it. You know, don't be afraid. It's just, just stand your ground and do it. And yeah, the Dutch I, have a saying for everything. I feel like Dutch, yeah. people, always, <laughs> Dutch people have a saying for anytime you yeah. do something. Like, oh yeah, in Dutch we have a saying for that. Like Dutch, <laughs> there's so many Dutch sayings. There's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one yeah 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 it's just just important you know if you want to do something go for it you know people always tell you to not do it but don't listen to them just do it <laughs> i had that as well um you know i don't think i had anyone telling me not to do it but there were certainly people along the way who did not understand what i was doing and they yeah. you know they just didn't get it they're like well why don't you just organize events for money or or why are you doing that? Like you should be doing this, or this isn't what you're supposed to just, you know, unsolicited advice and people that didn't understand why it was important or people who didn't think the idea of charity raves were a good idea. They're like, oh no, that's a bad idea. No one's going to like that. Nobody is going to donate. Nobody is going to come. People don't care. People like, no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, I, I recognize it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people will always say something, but like you said, you just do, do it anyway. If, if you think it's a good idea, do it anyway. If it's yeah, something yeah. that you believe in, then you should just do it. I think that's, that's mm -hmm. really, yeah. really great advice. Yeah. Otherwise you will regret it. So yeah. Yeah. You'll just think, oh, I could have done this. I should have done that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. So on this podcast, uh, I interview people about raving for a cause. So I always ask people, what does raving for a cause mean to you? Um, raving for a cause means to me. Um, well, it's just so important to me because, you know, the connection I have with Hearthstyle and the good cause, you know, you're not only there to party, but also for a good cause. And um, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. I just can feel the it's another uh, unique um, atmosphere when you're, uh, you know, between the, the, the visitors and party. And you can feel that they are there for the same reason, you know. You really can feel that. And, you know, everybody, you know, the atmosphere is so good. I don't know. Everybody's just dancing and uh, having fun. And uh, yeah, for me, it's just really important. You know, it's different. It's not like any other event, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think with charity raves, it's there's something special. Obviously, there's something special about it and something different about it. But it's just the vibe that you're there because you're not just at any other event. You're there for a purpose. You're, you're there yeah. to raise money for an important cause. And by going and buying a ticket and inviting your friends or sharing it on Facebook or, you know, posting a sticker, you're showing that you, so you show your support and that is something yeah. that's important to you. So yeah, yeah, I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. What can someone do if they want to get involved in your organization? Uh, well, in the future, we are looking for somebody who's also um, uh, knows something about marketing and communication. So we will post about that in the future. It will be a vacancy, you know. And um, yeah, besides that, you can always write uh, us on social media uh, because we are always looking for ambassadors. And, you know, it's really cool. Um, I say club. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really cool. You're, you're all doing something uh, for a good cause and it's always fun and you meet new people and uh, we do these cool campaigns uh, all around uh, the Netherlands. Um, maybe you can do it, meet somebody else who's, who maybe lives nearby you and uh, uh, wants to do a campaign with you together, you know, just hang some posters in the city or stickers or flyers or, you know, it's, it's really fun. And sometimes they go uh, uh, get some food or uh, just meet somewhere else at a pub or, uh, you know, it's uh, really cool, you know. And, and, you know, the most important thing is that you yeah, have fun and meet new people, so. Yeah. So we're always looking for uh, ambassadors. Yeah. Yeah. That's and just cool. uh, um, you follow us on social media so you can see the vacancies in the future because we have, I think, one or two uh, coming up. So, yeah. 
and it will be uh, about marketing and one about uh, sponsorships for that kind of stuff yeah can you tell people where to find you on social media um yeah you can find us on um uh yeah instagram <laughs> just two survivors and facebook you just type two survivors and we also have um uh, a website that's called uh, www.2-survivors.com. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. right. Can you also yeah. shout out your DJ pages if people want to book you, find you? Yeah, just follow me on uh, Instagram, uh, DJ Faye Official, or uh, on Facebook, also DJ Faye Official. Or you can uh, book me uh, through email. That's officialdjfay at gmail.com. Awesome. And I'll put all that information in the show notes as well so people know where to find you. Thank you so much, Faye. This was really awesome. And uh, I'll see you at Thank a party you. soon. Yeah, maybe we see each other too soon. I hope so. I hope so. Thank you. Have a and, uh, good night. luck with your podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. No Have a thank good you night. You too. Bye. You too. Bye. <laughs> So that was my episode with Faye from True Survivors. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Just to clarify, True Survivors, it's spelled with a Z at the end. So when you're searching for it, it's T-R-U-E and then space S-U-R-V-I-V-O-R-Z. So just so that's easy for you to find. I've included the links to their social media, their website, and Faye's social media for her DJ pages in the show notes, in addition to links to learn more uh, about the Dutch Cancer Society. And in case you want to donate, all that information will be in the show notes. So coming up on the podcast, we are going to be doing some Q&As. So this is your chance to ask me anything. So you can submit your questions to me via email at dropbasenotbombsnl at gmail.com or to our Instagram. You can also send me a voice message on Anchor on the Drop Base Not Bombs page. I'm also happy to announce that the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts. Yay! So if you've enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to stay up to date on all of our episodes. You can find all of our merchandise by going to www.dutchravestore.nl. We have t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, backpacks, and more. So you can check that out. Uh, the backpacks are brand new, so you can be one of the first to get them. They're great for the gym. They're great to go to events, great for traveling. They're small, easy to use. So please, please check that out. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DropBaseNotBombsNL. Slide into our DMs. Tell us what you thought of the episode or who you want to hear from next. So that's all for me for the announcements for this week. As always on this podcast, I interview people with different views and opinions that do not necessarily reflect those of my own or those of Drop Base Not Bombs. So see you next time.